Welcome to the Build Your Coaching Business Podcast. We'll talk about how to start, grow, and enjoy your coaching business. Plus, we'll dig into the failures and lessons we've learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Well, hello, hello. Welcome back. In this week's episode, we are going to cover the four highest impact investments you can make as a coach. And what we're going to cover in this episode is thinking like an entrepreneur, because, right, the very first thing is, is like, what's going to stop you from investing? It's going to be because you think like an employee. The next thing we're going to dig into is that, like, what will, that, that belief that will drive you in the future, right? Like the thing that you think is possible and how that belief actually pulls you towards the result you want. And then we're going to dig into those four areas of investing. So one of the things that when I look at what it takes to build a coaching business, I looked at and it's like one of those variables is that you need to teach yourself how to think like an entrepreneur. Now, the alternative is to think like an employee or sometimes as I call it, it's just a normal human, <laughs> right? Because even if you've never had a job, maybe you're just like a stay-at-home mom, you, you just, there's a certain way of thinking and it is not the way you think as an entrepreneur. And so as a part of my program, the Unconventional Business School, I actually created an entire segment in there where I teach you how to think like an entrepreneur instead of like an employee. And I want to go back, right? I've been an entrepreneur since I was 20. And there is a single thought that actually helped me to think more like an entrepreneur and to motivate me to actually be both, because you want to be both until you don't need the other one, right? So, so what I talk about being both is that you want to be an employee and an entrepreneur, but from the mindset of an entrepreneur. So let me tell you what that thought is, and it'll help you. The belief that I had that allowed me to do both was that I never want money to be the reason that I do or don't do something. Here's the belief again. I never want money to be the reason that I do or don't do something. And I'm sure there were a ton of reasons that I I thought this, right? Being raised by a single mom, um, she worked a lot. And right, like those kinds of things stack up. And then I was a single parent, right? I had my daughter, my oldest, when I was 17. And I just had this sense even, right? I just already knew that money had the power to cause your mom to have to work a lot or caused you to not be able to have this or that, right? I knew that like money was the variable there. And when I looked at my own life, right, I made choices that would make that easier. So I, I, well, here's what that means, right? I went and got the full-time job, but then I also started investing in real estate. And I was fine doing both of those because it was coming from this space that I never want money to be the reason that I do or don't do something. And so what that meant to me in that moment of being both an entrepreneur and an employee was that I'm using the money as an employee to fund the future that I want. And the money that I'm created with an entrepreneur as an entrepreneur, I I didn't put any expectations on it because I really wasn't sure what to even expect. 
And what I knew about that was that it was for my future, right? Buying real estate I knew was for the future. And this is a really important thing for you guys to hear because when you start a coaching business and I think sometimes we just have this unrealistic expectation that it's like, oh, it should be consistent very quickly. And and notice how you might think quickly is a year. You might think quickly is a month, but it's like it's this expectation that it should be consistent rather than the belief that it should be completely inconsistent until you create it to be consistent. But let me let me take this example to real estate because I think real estate and what I was thinking in buying real estate really transfers over well to coaching. And here's my belief about like the real estate. So I bought my first two properties. I went to an auction. I bought them at the same time. It was terrifying. <laughs> I didn't, keep in mind, I was 23. I didn't have the money. I borrowed it from a family friend because my mom said I should. So notice how much like trust I was putting in it. I was like, I mean, she seems like she knows what she's talking about, right? I was just like, I don't really know, but I know that it builds the future I want. And so I was just very willing to like follow the path and like who knows, worst case scenario, my mom says I'll be okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. So so keep in mind, that's like kind of how my brain works. I'm like, I'm terrified, but let's try it. And so I bought these two first properties. I don't think, I mean, I definitely didn't make money. I spent money. Keep that in mind, right? I, like, how much did I spend? Um, I think it was like $15,000 for two houses. This was back in the like right after the, the, the crash and they were exceptionally low priced. Keep that in mind. But <laughs> I didn't make money, right? I borrowed money and then I brought money from my savings and I put money into these houses. I had to learn how to um, like screen tenants, which I already had a little bit of experience with. I didn't have any skill set of like hiring people or doing things, but I knew how to paint and I knew how to haul garbage. <laughs> That's right. Those were my two skill sets. And I had a mom who knew how to do some other stuff. And I was just willing to learn it. So I was putting in money. I was putting in time. But it was from this perspective of this is what I'm going to do for my future, right? I'm creating this extra opportunity, this extra money that doesn't show up anytime soon, right? Notice, I just kept believing it doesn't have to show up anytime soon. I'm willing to put this all in now. It's a very upfront business, real estate. And then even over time, it's like I actually some when someone tells me they're going to buy real estate, it's like I didn't start making money until I had like three properties. And that was because the first property, right, you're dependent on someone paying you. And so if they don't actually pay their rent, now you have extra problems, which are like, oh, I still am maintaining the property. I still have taxes to pay. I still have, um, you know, maybe a loan payment. I still have all the things never stop. So then once you have two properties, you have this space where it's like, oh, okay, now even if one person doesn't pay, I still have enough money to pay like the mortgages. But now with two properties, it's like, oh, and now I have some money I can put aside. Now maybe there's a little bit I could pay myself. There's money, but like like the put aside is for the future repairs that are going to be needed. And then by the time I got to the third property, right? So notice I wasn't paying myself with any of that money. And I mean, we're talking, I don't remember how long it was until I bought my next property. It might have only been a year. I might have bought the next one the following year. It was two years later because I every two years I bought more houses. And but it wasn't until then that it was like, oh, then I started making money. Then I started being able to pay myself. And when I pay myself, I mean like a few hundred dollars a month, 
not not thousands, nothing crazy, right? I was putting in a lot of time and energy and effort and it wasn't a problem because I was coming from this space that this is for my future. And the reason I wanted to do it for my future was because I never wanted money to be the reason that I did or didn't do something. Now, hear this because in coaching, yes, I want you to make money, right? I money's going to make make like money's going to be the reason we know that you set the pieces in place that you need and that you've mastered each of the segments. But it's not necessarily supposed to happen in a certain amount of time, and it's definitely not supposed to look a certain way. And the less you can take that pressure away from it, the easier it will be for you to invest in that future you want to build. Because I was thinking about it this weekend and we ended up taking my five-year-old to the ER and she was, she woke up in the middle of the night, she was coughing like that barking cough, you know, and she was like having trouble breathing. She was like really upset saying, I'm, I can't breathe. I'm really scared. Of course, you know, then we're terrified as well. And so we take her to the hospital. They, they got her in right away. They were like, oh, she has croup. This isn't a problem. You know, they gave her some stuff perfectly fine the next day, right? Terrifying. But my husband was like texting me. He's like, hey, it was a $500 copay. And when he said that to me, here was my thought, right? It took me back to this belief that I never want re- money to be the reason I do or don't do something. And it wasn't for me, right? I was like, yeah, of course, $500. Yep, we've, it's not a problem. We've the counts, like, it's got it, it's fine. But I thought to myself about the people who wouldn't have $500 in their bank account. Their kid would be like scared and sad and like they don't have the money to take their kid to the ER and be like, yeah, no, please fix this at all costs, right? And it's like, that's the kind of stuff that it's like, like that money is the difference between. Now we can, we can break this down to a, like a, a, an issue that's very big, right? And, and there is, right? Like healthcare, whatever. But when I think about my power as an individual, I have the power and you have the power to always make sure that you have the money you need to make the choices you want. So the next part of this, right, investing, the first part is like you want to think like an entrepreneur and use your ability to have a job and be an employee, but thinking like an entrepreneur. And this, that, that ties into this next part, which is knowing where you're going with it. Because this, this seems like a really simple thing, but when you are building a business, believing that you are an entrepreneur, you actually are building it from a future belief in what's possible. Now, that might be a money number, right? Like you might think the reason I want to be an entrepreneur, the reason I'm willing to put in this time and effort and money and not see a result immediately is because of what I believe is possible in the future. Now, so often for coaches, this first milestone is a $100,000 business. And they think, right? But, but that's not just what you want. So that's what I want you to think about is like, what do I believe is possible for me in the future that I am willing to invest now time, money, effort in order to create. Because often it's like, it's a vague dollar amount. But when people think about that dollar amount, they, uh, they're a little bit wrong about what it means. <laughs> like a $100,000 business, 
when I was making $100,000, I was paying myself two or $3,000 a month. And I think often a coach thinks, oh, when I have a $100,000 business, when they're thinking of it like an entrepreneur, they're thinking, oh, I'm going to be able to like have $8,000 a month coming in. And by coming in, they think they're going to pay it to themselves. So you want to be really clear in your imagination of the future. Here's what I recommend. You think, yeah, I want to create this $100,000 business. I think I'll be able to pay myself like 25,000 of that 100,000. And because we're entrepreneurs, we know that it's like, it's not going to come in all at once. I just know that like approximately 25,000 of it, probably the last 25,000 of it is what I'm going to keep for myself. I want to of that 100,000 put like 10,000 aside. So I have a savings in a cushion because I want that cushion to support me next year. Right. And like thinking of your goal in that terms of the future but here are the other pieces of it that, right, that, that, that come in when you believe about your future. It's seeing that $100,000 coaching business, like when I get there, like that's, that's actually just proof for your brain of like, yeah, and I can make a $200,000 business the next year. And the reason that that kind of belief is important <laughs> is because the underlying of it all is the reason I'm willing to invest now. The reason I'm willing to build this business, the reason I'm willing to build the skill and the mental fortitude to do it is because I want to be in control of my own income, right? I want to be in control of my own income. That's what that $100,000 represents. That's what like the, the possibility of the next year doubling it. That's what it represents is that when I'm an entrepreneur, I'm in control of my income potential, I'm in control of my money and what I can create. Nobody else is telling me, right? No employer is telling me, oh no, you can't do this or that, or this is what I'm willing to pay you, or this is just what that's worth, or you have to do this or that, right? Like, no, no, <laughs> like it's, it's you're in control of that, that income and that potential. The ability to make more and more money without working more that is what people are really right like like that's when i think about the future and the entrepreneur and like why am i willing to do it that's the variable right there and there might be other pieces of that like right you're gonna have time freedom you're gonna have like choice freedom but at the end of the day it comes because you are in control of your income and that doesn't come immediately but it comes through the repetition and the skill and then there are these tiny variables that come down. When I'm in control of my income potential, here's what else is possible. So you see that, right? Like when you're, when you're, when you're fast forwarding out into the future and you're like, I'm doing this because I'm building something that I'm going to be in control of. And then you might look at like, why? Because I want to pay for the vacations for my whole family. Because I want to replace my partner's income. Some of you, I see you like kind of beating yourselves up about this where you think you should be able to do that quickly rather than like, no, this is that thing in the future that building this skill does. Even if your partner's like, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> like, do you really think you can make money online? Right. When they're skeptical about that, you guys, you should be like, I know. Isn't that crazy? Because it is. But it's you're building this skill set, you're building this way of thinking to be this entrepreneur who can control your income potential in the long term so that you can do these other things. 
But first comes learning to control your income potential. The first thing doesn't come paying for vacations or proving to your partner that you can do it or replacing their income. It's you learn how to control and create your income potential and the belief that that you just can keep doing that and then you get those other things like cooler clothes and more time getting your hair and nails done (laughs) that's like such a luxury or having big parties right all of those things come from like knowing that you're in control of your income and that you can make more and more and you're not budgeting to just live the way you've lived you're not cutting things out you're saying like, no, I'm going to make more money. So that is going to be possible for us. So when you're thinking about investing in your business, based on the two things, right, we're getting ready to go into the four areas, but notice what I just said, right? Investing in these four impact areas is going to come from thinking like an entrepreneur while possibly still being an employee and wanting to be And then the next part is thinking from that future, knowing that your overall objective is to be in control of your income potential, which means you might make, I don't know, $50,000 this year, but you know, because right, the future is untold that it's yours to create, your past isn't a reflection of your, your, your current abilities, that the following year you could make 100,000 or 150,000 or 200,000, right? So it's like, it's knowing like, even though I made 50,000 this year, that has nothing to do with what I make next year. I get to show up and problem solve. Okay, great. How do we make this look like a $120,000 year? Because your income potential is untapped. Because from that future space, right, you are believing that what you are doing today adds up and matters for creating that future thing. So here are the four areas that you would invest in. And notice you would only invest in them because of these very first two pieces. People who struggle to invest often are struggling to believe that their future and their ability to control their income potential is possible. And when they don't think that's possible, investing in these four areas becomes dangerous and uncertain, right? It becomes dangerous because you don't know if you're going to have more money. It becomes dangerous because you don't know, you know, like, oh, maybe, maybe this never works rather than that ultimate commitment that says, right, I think about in real estate where I was like, yeah, I'm going to put in money. I'm going to put in time and I don't need to see an immediate payoff. I would like it. It's fun. But I was getting hits from different things rather than like I was getting the hit from like, ooh, look how cool I am. I own houses. (laughs) Right. But that was just that was all I had. I didn't have extra money from it. So I was getting the tingles from like, huh that's a cool thing. Look, look at me. (laughs) I'm a real estate investor. And I got the hit from that. But you guys, you want to think about you're going to have to get your hits in business before you get the hit of actually feeling in control of your money and watching it come in in a way that your brain is like, oh, yeah, that's that's fantastic. So here are the four areas, the four highest impact areas you can invest in as a coach. The first one is developing your mind developing and cleaning up your mind. And by this, I, it's, it's basically coaching, right? Investing in coaching. Now, notice that I said the four highest impact investments for a coach. You are a coach. You sell coaching. Therefore, one of the highest investment things you can be putting your money towards is coaching. And not just business coaching, although I think that's an excellent thing to be investing in, 
for another reason, which we'll get to for one of the other investments, but also because you want to make sure that you believe in buying coaching. One of the things I see coaches do when they're choosing their offer is that they they say to themselves, well, the only people will people like people are only willing to pay for something that makes them more money. And all that's a reflection of is your own willingness and belief about what you would put money towards. Because when we aren't willing to put money towards something that's not making more money, it's hard to understand that someone else would. And so as a coach, if you are a marriage coach, if you're a relationship coach, if you're a stepmom coach, whatever kind of coach you are, a weight loss coach, you want to be working with a coach who's just cleaning up your mind and you want to be making sure you see the value of it, not just buying it because someone said you should. And I was like, it's a high investment, but genuinely spending time to say, this is the stuff I want to get out of this. This is why it's worth it to me. This is why I like this is what I believe in about coaching. And that might mean you'd hired a coach and you were like, ah, that's not exactly I got what I needed from it because I always do. But that's not exactly what I, you know, would redo. I think I'm going to go to a little different angle this time, right? It's like when you value coaching, you use and buy coaching. And that belief then makes it easier for you to sell coaching because you have to take your brain through what am I willing to buy? What am I willing to pay for? And when you don't sell business coaching, because the solution is not for everybody to sell business or money coaching, you want to see and and like see it so clearly that it's like yes it's worth it to someone i like there this person exists i know it to pay for marriage coaching not because they have a problem but because they value their relationship so much that they just want it to get deeper and more like amazing but if you haven't done that yourself, it's going to be easy for you not to believe that someone else would pay five or $10,000 to get that too. So the very first highest impact investment you can make as a coach is to be using coaching yourself. Now, the flip side of this is it's also to be using it on yourself, not just hiring people, but having the tools of coaching and then using them on your own self every day. Not because something is wrong with you, not because of any of that, but because you want to be in control of your headspace, right? That would be the cleanup part. Or because there's something in the future you want and you want to meld your brain to be able to create it. That is one of the things, right? When I looked at my program, I was like, what can I teach them? How to think like an entrepreneur? Done. Put it in. But the other part was how to use your mind systematically not in like airy-fairy ways that are unclear, right? I like very strategic, systematic things I can do. But using your brain to coach yourself. Because again, when we believe in coaching and we're valuing it, we use it. Not just buying it, but use it every day for ourselves. The second high impact area you can invest as a coach is in your skill set. And when I say skill set, I mean the tangible things that you know how to do. Now, from the first one, right, a tangible thing you will know how to do is to manage and coach your own mind. So that actually falls under a skill set. 
But another skill set might be writing emails. That is a skill set. And I don't ever recommend someone, I mean, although you can and you're going to get great value from it, but when I think about how you could create value for yourself and building that skill, it's not just writing because there's such a broad sense of writing, right? There's writing for books, there's writing for, I don't know what, but I want you to be thinking of as you build your business about direct response writing, right? Direct response marketing, which basically means you are learning to write and to think and to speak to your person from the perspective of getting a response, right? So that's a skill set. And in learning that skill set, you actually begin to shape your mind like an entrepreneur. Because an employee, when they're, when they're learning marketing, it's, it's always from the angle of like, yeah, I have this skill and I do it, right? I, I know this and I do it, but they don't ever have to like zoom out and look at the big picture. They don't have to be invested in like, do all these pieces like lead to the next one? Do they all connect? Do I see my business from a, a perspective that allows me to control each of the variables, right? So when you're building your skill set, all of these things are also building your mind as an entrepreneur, So one of those skill sets, again, might be using and managing your mind, writing a direct response type email or content. It might be you deciding I'm going to use Instagram and I want to buy a course that teaches me how to show up effectively on Instagram or LinkedIn, right? Wherever your people are at, you're like, I'm going to build the skill. I'm not going to just get on there and expect myself to know how to do it. I'm going to go find the thing that teaches me how to leverage it. And again, this involves you investing in your skill set. And that comes from that belief, like I'm going to be using this skill set for years to come. Like this is me, like, um, oh, what's that called? Where you like accelerate your learning because you're like, I've decided this is how I'm building my business. And now I'm going to accelerate that learning by getting someone else's knowledge in this area and using it so that I can then start to build on it with my own experience and knowledge. It might be that you choose to grow your business through Facebook ads. And so you would go out and invest in, teach me how to do this. Teach me how to think about running ads. Teach me how to see my business in a way that I'm not just hoping, right? I'm not just putting money out into the, 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 the Facebook world and hoping something happens, but I'm seeing my business in, in that direct response marketing world that says, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen so that this happens because I'm paying for leads, right? So you're paying a high impact investment is paying to build your skills. The third high impact investment is surrounding yourself with like-minded people. In the entrepreneur world in, in general, right? It's not just coaching, but it's like there's this general saying that's like, be around the people you want to be. Put yourself in the space of people who are doing what you want. Or you might hear this in another way, which is like, you're going to be the average of the five people you hang around. Now, you can hear that and say, oh, okay, well, the people I hang out with are pretty cool. Or you can think, I want to surround myself with people who are going where I want to go, who believe and already have the things that I want, right? That's what I love about being in a space and and then creating that for others of coaches who are building businesses, 
is that when you just hang out with normal people, even if they're entrepreneurs, they have a certain way of thinking and a set of beliefs and what they think it takes. But when you hang out with coaches and we have this common language and this common belief and this common like, yeah, people pay us money online and this is what we deliver. This is what we believe in. This is what's possible. Here are all the ways that we do it creates and opens up a space in your own mind of new possibility. So one of the high impact investments you will make for yourself is surrounding yourself with like-minded people. Because when you're not believing in that future you're building, right? When you're not believing there's a place you're going, that $100,000 business, not because of the money, but because it puts you in control of your income potential. And when you hit that point, you're going to know that you you are even more in control of it than you've ever been. You want to put yourself around other people who are doing that too. I remember in my early days of coaching, um, there were two years in my business that I made $6,000 each year. And I was investing, right? I, I, I wasn't investing the way I invest now, but I was paying for things. But I wasn't really paying for things, right? Like I was willing to pay very small amounts. Like if there was a program and it cost $100 a month, maybe I would do that, but only for a couple of months because I was like, ooh, I don't know. Or maybe I would buy a program, but then that was the only thing I bought and I was like terrified that I really needed to use it and like get everything out of it while also at the same time it was way too advanced for me and I had no idea how to use it. (laughs) But I was like beating myself up that I should do it. Right. And it's like I was hanging out with these like in these free groups where all these people were who weren't right. They weren't in the same headspace. They weren't going in the same direction. And so my mind was surrounded by a bunch of methods, a bunch of different beliefs, a wide range of people. Whereas when you surround yourself with like minded people, you're giving yourself people who are going in the same direction as you, who may be further along than you. And but who ultimately are like, these are the school, the skills and things I'm doing. When I think about that, right, it's like in my mastermind, the double your business mastermind, it's surrounding yourself with people who want to build their businesses, who value coaching and the mindset tools to get there. And for me, it's like the thing that I, I teach you all is like we the hitting a goal, creating a result. It's the same at every level. So it doesn't matter if you're learning to create a result of $25,000, your first $25,000 in business, or if you're learning how to create that $300,000 business. It doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter if you're like, I want to transition over from one-on-one coaching because I've been doing it for years to group, whereas someone else is like, I just want to have a full practice. It doesn't matter what the result is because the way to get there is always the same. And so when you choose a method and then you surround yourself with people who also are using that method, it won't matter that you see a Facebook ad that says, like, let's teach you how to do high ticket sales and let's do this or that or webinars and this and that. It's like, you'll be like, yeah, that works too. But this is the path that I'm choosing. This is a way that I believe also works and that I want to use. And so I've surrounded myself with people who are also using this method. And then the fourth and final high impact investment you can have as a coach is to get access to your audience. Now, this one is optional, right? Some people only use free ways of getting access to their audience. They use social media, they do in-person networking, maybe they leverage SEO on Google or other people's audiences. But a high impact investment is 
eventually paying to get access to your people or combining those two. Now, that doesn't mean that if you're just starting out as a coach that you need to start paying right away. If you would rather use money than time, then go for it. But this is just a high impact investment. It doesn't necessarily have to be for now, but eventually you're going to want to pay to get access to your people. And before you pay, although some of you might have all those pieces in place, if you don't, like that's where you're going to figure it out. Like, how do I sell my offer? When someone books a call with me, what does that look like? Why do they book a call with me? What intrigues them enough to do it? Those are the pieces you work out and you build and then you begin to get access to your audience by investing. Because even when you invest in building your audience, that doesn't guarantee anything, right? It has to come from this future-based belief that says, I want the skill of paying to get in front of my audience. That is a skill set. I want the long-term ability to keep talking to these people, right? Even if I can't convert them today, I will get better at converting them, right? Notice how when you're looking from that future space, at these areas to invest, none of them have to work immediately. And yet they all kind of work immediately and don't, right? They have that that long-term effect and that immediate one. And that is part of building your coaching business. So let me just repeat those four high impact investments. One of them is getting, buying coaching, but also using those skills to coach your own mind. The second one is investing in your skill set, which really helps when you decide very clearly what you're doing and not trying to invest in 1,200 skill sets and then overwhelming yourself, but investing in your skill sets and then learning how to create the results with those skills. The third one is surrounding yourself with like-minded people and seeing that as a future investment, not just as something that's like, oh, it's nice, but like, no, this makes me money being around people who are doing it in the same way and going in the same direction. And the fourth one is paying to get access to your audience. Okay, remember, all of these are high impact investments because you believe in what's possible for you. Because it doesn't stop at 100,000. Because the ultimate goal is I'm in control of creating my income potential nobody's telling me what's possible. I'm learning how to expand and create more and more with my own mind, with my skill set, and bringing all those things together in the business that I've chosen. Okay, I'll talk to you next week. Hey, who's your business coach? If you don't have one, I'd be honored to help you grow your coaching business. I have a daily practice that'll help you feel powerful focused and comforted in the discomfort of growing your business. This mental routine will help you create any goal you're working on. Sign up for this free training at elizabethsalazarcoaching.com. Just like this podcast, it's free. I'll see you over in your inbox.